The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters Class. And here we are with the Masters of the Ring, Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray. And if you listen to our live show on Sirius XM Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon, then you're going to know our topic today is something that we've talked about a lot on Busted Open. Um, you know, Bully, I know there's a line that you use when it comes to certain fans. Uh, respectful fans will get what they want. Disrespectful fans will get what they deserve. And this is all coming from a recent tweet from Rhea Ripley about fans at airports. And let me read this tweet before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's show. And it said this. People need to respect that no means no. At airports, do not follow me outside. Today has put me off completely. I will not sign anything that isn't a personal photo of us anymore. Hate me, I don't care. Disagree with me. Try putting yourselves in our shoes for one bloody day. Now this this tweet, by the way, has well over 4 million views already. And then, um, you know, in the press, she had this to say. And and this was also tweeted out as well. Uh, hate me, I don't care. And this is what they're calling that tweet that she sent out. It's sort of an, of an entitled thing. When some fans expect us to just do it and they start making a fuss if we say no, she began. So I had a fan follow me outside the airport today because I said no to them because I didn't have the time. It was all of the same stuff they wanted signed. It was one fan specifically. He's notorious. He's always at the airport getting our signatures and selling them on eBay. We know his face. We know who he is. He was the main instigator. He followed me out and others followed him too. And they all followed me as I'm trying to find my Uber. So I'm trying to tell them that, tell them no, and they're all being persistent. And I ended up getting lost. I had no idea where my Uber was. And I ended up down the stairs away from everyone else. And I'm just surrounded by these five guys and they're just hassling me. I don't think people understand how threatening that is, Rhea continued, especially because you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know these people. So this is a bigger issue, and this is about fans hassling wrestlers at airports. As we all know, uh, a couple weeks ago, there was an incident that was all over social media of Rey Mysterio turning down fans, which completely was taking out of context. So that's going to be our topic here today. And I think it goes back, Bully, to that line you constantly say on our on our Sirius XM show. And you've probably been saying for years that 
Respectful fans will get what they want. Disrespectful fans will get what they deserve. Yeah, I mean, I've stuck by that from day one. And I'm happy to report that uh, 90% of fans that I interact with are respectful. And I sign just about anything. I take pictures with everybody. Whether or not I'm the most loved guy in the ring at the time or the most hated guy in the ring at the time is the guy that you're going to meet at the grocery store or the or the airport, I kind of take what I do beyond the wrestling ring. This way, your experience in quote-unquote real life kind of mirrors what you're seeing on television. But if you come up to me and you say, hey, Bully, how you doing? I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of your work or whatever. Can I take a picture? Can I have an autograph? The answer is yes. If you come up to me and you're rude, disrespectful or act entitled like I have to give you my autograph or I have to take a picture of you you're going to get a piece of my mind and I think we all know you guys know that a piece of my mind uh comes with some harsh language at times and I'm not afraid to tell you to fuck off to your face no matter who you are um when it comes to the whole Rhea situation I'm going to kind of lay back for a second because I'd love to hear what Tommy and Mark have to say before I go into my diatribe about this because I look at this from two different points of view so Mark I see you shaking your head you want to go first yeah I love to go first um people know pretty much now especially that guy that Rhea's talking about I probably know who it is uh you know by sight because all of them have got to talk. I will stop and I will say, listen, I'm not signing anything outside of a paid signing. If you want to take a photo with me, come on, let's get it in. Because once I start walking, I am not stopping. All right? And we get it done. You come to the airport with five action figures and luggage, and 150 different pieces of uh, photos and uh, different things, and you expect all of the they run after you. They'll 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 pull their luggage right in front of you and stop your forward progress. A absolute no no. I have grabbed luggage and thrown that shit as far as I can fucking throw it. I've seen it. Do not do not impede my progress. And for all of you bastards, yes, I said it. You corner a woman that don't know you and you follow them so closely that they've they mistaken where they're supposed to be going. Think about your wife, your mother, your sister, your daughter. These women deserve the respect that they should be given without you pushing them and making them nervous. After all, you are men following a woman that you don't know, that just randomly, regardless of what they do with their professional lives, does not give you the right to do what you're doing. If I had been there, it would have been a different case. I'm asking all the boys across pro wrestling, when the girls get off the plane with you 
Or you see them and ask them, are they good? You want me to walk you to your place? Be responsible and respectful for our family. This is our road family. And I, I know for a fact that Tommy and Bully is it, kind of old school. But we've all walked the girls to their cars at night. We help them with their bags in the airport. We help them get from point A to point B. I think that in this new world of gimme, 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 fast, fast microwave, get, we've gotten away from that. I think this is a, a Rhea's pride for help to ask people to look out for them more. You, the, the people, the strangers, stop it. Stop it. It's not fair. If if I'ma tell you, if 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 my big black ass walked up to your wife in the grocery store and said, hey, nice bag, and I started following her around, there would be a damn scene. The, the police would be called. Those women in the airport are no different. You have got to be more respectful. You can't follow people around and put angst on them to where they mistake and where they are, where they're going. I, I, so, I want to jump in for a second, Mark, because I have a question for you and for, for all, everybody here. And I first got a whiff of these types of things when I worked for the NFL, and there would just be mobs of people waiting when the, the NFL players would get off the plane. Like, how? Like, how do they know? Like, you know, like, I understand, like, wrestling's coming to town. Like, how do they know what flights? Like, because I was, I was they, on a They don't. They don't, Dave. They don't know what flights. Some of them do know the flights because they have an airport hookup. And they go, hey, uh, is uh, Brian Higginbotham flying from San Antonio to so-and-so? Yeah. What, what time? And they ask, but they all know we get off from work on Wednesday, on Thursday morning, we go to the airport and they're there in the town that we fly out of, the town that you fly in. They, they will take off from work if they have jobs, which most of them don't. They will come to the airport at nine o'clock and they will just sit there at baggage claim and wait till three, four, five o'clock, all day long. And then they'll bring the kids. Oh, no school for you today. The wrestlers are coming in. And I need you to go ask Bully Ray for his autograph. They use the kids. I told you my Undertaker story. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I'm sitting yeah. right next to Taker at baggage claim, little girl. Couldn't have been more than eight, nine, ten years old. Little cute little summer, you know, little summer dress, her hair and pigtails. Walks up to Undertaker with a with a with a baseball card. Can you please sign this for me? You could tell immediately that the little girl had no idea who the Undertaker was. And Taker said, you know, sweetie, do you know who I am? And she's like, no. 
And he said, okay. And he takes the trading card and he writes something on it. I knew exactly what he wrote on it. And he handed it back to the little girl and he handed it back face down so she couldn't read it. And she goes, and he said, now you go give that card back to your to whoever asked you to sign it. And I believe it was her dad. She walked it back and the dad read the card and you should have seen his face. Grown ass man sending a tiny little girl who was scared to talk to big, bad, mean Mark Calloway, the undertaker, wearing his sunglasses. So that's what the lengths that they go to just to get what they want. Very selfish moves. And and bully, like when I worked for the NFL and I would go to the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame every year, I would see a lot of kids outside with footballs. And they'd be waiting. And I would see like the Hall of Famers and football players just like walk by. And I was like, wow, how can they do that? Those are children. And then, you know, somebody smartened me up. They're, they're kids, but they're not asking for the autographs. These these memorabilia companies give like those kids like five or ten bucks to stand outside the Hall of Fame. And Her, they, he said, yeah, yeah. And they say he goes and, and I didn't I didn't. I was like, really? And they said, look at the footballs. And I didn't notice all the footballs were deflated. They weren't like they didn't have air in them. They were all deflated because it's easier to sign. I was like, wow, it's unbelievable. Now, obviously, they know this, but I was like, at first, I thought that the football players were being rude. How could they walk by kids? But then they're, these kids are being hired by memorabilia companies to get those autographs. I mean, how low, like you said, boy, how low to have a, a young child do that for you? It's, it's disgusting. You, you talk, even Ray Mysterio, the whole thing with, when we talked about Ray Mysterio a few weeks ago, um, Ray is one of the most well-respected guys in pro wrestling. I, I've said this before, and I'm not exaggerating. Ray Mysterio is the nicest wrestler that I've ever met. Uh, I, I would put Owen Hart in that category because Owen had a heart. But Owen would even play practical jokes on fans. So I, Ray would never do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ray is just the salt of the earth. He's a very nice man. And for those people to attack him, which is what it was, it was a verbal attack as well as they tried to attack his... <sighs> well, I mean... <clears throat> they tried to attack him as a man. Try to attack as a, as a public figure. They tried to attack that. Embarrass him, shame him for not doing what they wanted him to do. Um, it backfired because the, the fan base is of the same thought that we are. And they came to his aid and go, hey, he, he didn't have his mask on. One, you knew that. Two, he said, I'll sign one. And they wanted him to sign multiples. And then on top of that, when he says, okay, I'm done, and he do it just like you did with Rhea, now you start to get pushy. What gives you? the idea that it's okay for you to go, well, you're not going to sign for your fans 
You're not a fan. You're an opportunist. You're a business person. And that's where I feel like is the problem. Too much entitlement. They should have a phone number in the airport. If you are being harassed, that you can call that number in the airport. Because I'm, I'm, I'm tired. The law protects the weak. There's a certain way the law is great. But there also is a way that the law is so is 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 it, uh, <laughs> I can't I I can't even come up with a word to describe how I feel, Dave. When I'm a helpless, I, I'm not helpless. I'm the farthest thing from this planet from being weak and helpless. But the law will handicuff you and make you docile. Make you have to stand there and take it. Something's got to be done. Tommy? As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Uh, this is a lot. Uh, one thing for Bully and for Mark, you guys have been blessed at times to be heels. If I'm Rhea, I turn and say, I don't sign for anybody because I'm a bad person. That's my character. I've always been the baby face, um, except for <laughs> a lot of the people that asked me to sign like that. As performers, we can always tell when one people give us the look. I just got off an airplane. I have a hat on and I have a mask and everybody's freaking out because uh, Chaz Palminteri is on the same flight. This happened Sunday. And I literally be like, everyone's like, that's him. What's his name? And they all just go to their phone. I walk past them to go to the air, uh, bathroom, but I have to come back for my luggage. I took my mask off. And as they're about to approach Chaz Palmonteri, some guy goes, holy shit, Tommy Dreamer. And they quickly take the picture. They like, Can we take a picture? One person who I know had no clue who the hell I was. Can we take a picture? Sure. I will take a picture with everybody. I really will. Now it goes to the 
to the autograph and the memorabilia. We are blessed as performers that people actually want that. But then you're also talking to somebody. Um, we, there's people that make a living for that. There's a massive reason why I don't do autograph signings. Any people ask me to do signings all the time. And I'm like, number one, I like to wrestle. And I still am very active wrestling. And I will sit there and sign before a show. And then I will wrestle. I look at that as my extra money. Because I know one day I'm not going to be able to wrestle ever again. And then how am I going to go out and make a little bit of extra cash is by doing these signings. Um, this goes all the way back. This isn't a new thing. I can remember this as far as ECW. Florida, Fort Lauderdale was one of the worst. When Bubba talked about Pittsburgh, I remember going down that escalator and oh you would literally God. see everybody rise like zombies. Here they come. And again, bless that. But then like back then you didn't understand the seller's market during the pandemic, every merchandise, every memorabilia that all went up like massive. People will tell me how much a me and Jeff Hardy figure is on online. Um, and, and to be honest, like wrestlers get paid to get their autographs. There was one kid in Florida. He's was friends with MVP and I liked him. He was a fan. He's now passed away. And I went up to him and I said, yo dude, you sell this. If you lie to me and I feel you're lying, I won't sign for you ever again. And he goes, yeah, I sell these. I go, cool, man. Give me what you got. Cause he didn't lie to me. And I actually became friends with the guy. Um, it, it's, it's been going on forever. Um, I recently saw per that Rhea Ripley thing, Lance Storm and Mark Madden going at it like online. Um, at the airports, Los Angeles is bad. Um, randomly Philadelphia, not that I fly into there. Philly's starting to get bad after all these shows, Dave, you and I were just at in San Antonio for the Royal rumble. Yeah. And when I went to the it's airports and hotels, I will not sign at either places unless I really do feel that you are a fan. Um, when we were in San Antonio, I couldn't believe how many fans are there for a WWE event. And I was like, where's WWE security? And I, a guy, can, everybody, I've always, again, been the baby face. And I, I, I like people. I also know people. Um, and a guy came up to me. He's like, hey, man, can you, uh, can you record this bite for my thing? And I was just like, no. If you want to take a picture, I'll take a picture. And then he's like, hey, I want to give you something. He offered me a hat. I said, to be honest, dude, I have so many hats. I don't want to waste your merch. I appreciate it so much, but I don't want, he's like, Oh, cool, man. You know, not, we took a picture. He was awesome. Somebody showed our video in that interaction. I saw it online. There was a person in the corner filming us and you could hear audio. And I was like, why would somebody do that? Like that made no sense to me in case, like maybe I was a dick or I don't know. Um, every case scenario is different. Dave, you were just with us in Vegas you saw early, early on in the day, there was people hanging out there and we're all within a, you know, um, the same scenario, same spot. I've talked to all those people, very, very nice people. They know now that I won't sign. I will take a picture. I will bullshit and I'll be very nice. And the one guy who's the leader of them all, 
was like, no, I'll get Dreamer later. And he went upstairs and he paid for it. And I was like, dude, you got anything else? No problem. And I like, I don't care if like, I also, I believe like I've done this many times. Oh, I got like 10 items. How much do you want me to sign? Usually it'd be like full price or the other half of it. If I see someone's just like a straight up fan and I'll be like, ah, whatever, like give me for, you know, for five items, you just got five for free. Cause you're a fan. Every situation is different when you're sending the kid, when you just get sent those glossy, uh, clear mats to sign, or can you just sign this black thing with a paint pen that says ECW in the middle? And Cause then they go out and they sell it and it's just, it's wrong for so many different levels. Um, and, and it's cool that people want that, but I mean, now there's virtual signings. There's, there's all these different things. There's conventions, how people can meet their wrestlers. If you're rude, forget it. That's a whole other story. Um, going back to like what Mark said, Dave, you were there. Mickey had her son. I had security. Three people walk her to her room. Uh, when we were in Atlanta, you were there, Dave. I had, I wa uh, I made sure somebody waited for. I want to say, um, Gia Miller, because she had to stay late to do something. And I had people walk her to her car, security. Um, and forget about male, I mean, female. There was also a kid who was an extra and his car broke down and he's in downtown Atlanta in desolate area. And I was like, yo, dude, do you want to like, just come back to the hotel? It's one block away. Your friends can pick you up there. And I go, this isn't like, you know, it's late at night after two o'clock. No na neighborhood is good. And I was like, why don't you just come wait out there? And then he's like, no. Nah. And then I went back in the building and I told security, this kid's going to sit in here until his ride gets here because they have an hour drive because his car broke. He was just an extra. I walked with Mickey James and Gail Kim, same place up the street. And they're like, no, Dreamer, don't worry. We got it. And I go, cool. Then there's safety in numbers for me and you guys could protect me. <clears throat> um, when you're at a hotel, when you're at a thing, uh, the airports, you're probably not going to get s signatures anymore. Another thing that cuts into business, and if this is also a podcast about business, and I don't understand this new trend, and this goes more for wrestlers, I get asked, like, do indies, like, you know, and they're like, hey, can you do a, a signing, which is usually like a fixed rate. But then what does most people do? Can you sign all these? And those signing all these, they go out there and sell. I've been asked to do a signing, and then they've asked me to hand like fifty pictures after my signing. Let me let me just uh, let me help you paint your word picture for our listeners, okay. and so Dave understands also. Dave, so you'll get a promoter who will hire us, me, Tommy, or Mark, and can you come and do a two-hour autograph session for this amount of money? Yes, we can. So we come in. After about an hour and 15 minutes, let's say there's a lull in the line, right? And you don't have anybody in front of you. They'll take a stack of 50 pictures and put it in front of you and ask you to just sign all those pictures so they can sell them at a different time. The argument is the wrestler looks at it as, no, I'm here to sign for the fans that are showing up. And then the promoter is saying, well, I've paid you X amount of dollars for two hours, so you sign whatever I ask you to sign. I don't do that. 
they get an absolute no from me and they know up front from me that I will not do that. So I just wanted to clarify that what, what Tommy was, what was trying to tell you, give you an example. So you're so, not getting, so, to- so really quick. So I understand. So you're not getting of those, like, let's say it's a hundred pictures he throws in front of you when there's lulls. So you don't make any money off those pictures. That's all part no. of like to them, the package of you being there for the two hours that they, that they have you there. No, as a matter of fact, I think they hope that there's a, there's a, the the line dies down a little bit so they can get those extra hundred pictures signed. Because what they also do, they get pre-orders that people have already paid for these. The other part of it, and there's this new trend and I get asked all the time, they're like, how much for an autograph? I'm sorry, how much to come wrestle and I keep your autograph money? And I'll be like, excuse me? And I'll be like, well, let's say it's $1 for me to wrestle and $1 for do an autograph signing session. So, and they're like, well, no, we like to compensate for you coming in and help pay for our expenses. We want that. And I'll be like, okay, well, when you go to work, um, how much money do you give your boss that day for gas, for anything? And I'll, and they'll be like, well, that's kind of what like we do. I was like, cool. Well, then you're not going to do it with me. And kudos that if wrestlers go and do that, but no, that's not a thing to be done. You don't pay to go to work. If it's, you want me to do an autograph signing and you want me to wrestle, that's $2. Or you want to maybe do a split. Everything is negotiable, but then note that your rate is going to be higher. But like, hey, I want a piece of you and like, well, then, and they're always like, well, how can we compensate for you coming into our show? And I'm like, motherfucker, it's called the gate. How many people I bring in? That's your compensation. So if you draw a really, really good house off of me, should I say, well, then now I need more money? Because no, then the wrestler would be the scumbag. And I've dealt with, listen, I've been doing this a very, very long time. I've been independent and I love it. And I, and I have a whole list of really, I have you in my phone. I write your name and then I'll write like good guy, bad guy, don't work for them. And it's it. And I don't give people other second chances. (laughs) Bully knows this very, very much. Once you cross me, you're done. But there's all these situations like that. Every situation is different. We're talking about the memorabilia market. The memorabilia market is very, very hot. Wrestlers, you're taking it out of your own pocket. And it's also like every situation, yes, is going to be different. Like Dave, you used the Rick Cerrone with the Yankees. I used Bob Backlund. I wasn't selling that stuff. But for that, and we weren't being like annoying people to try to get that. When I get off of an airplane, I'm tired and I'm in a lot of pain. And then, yes, I will always be nice. But if then you're going to, if five dudes surrounded me, cool. I'm going to yell for help and then I'm going to start swinging. That's it. Well, I, and, and I you'll think have the boy- video cameras to prove that you're being confronted at, outside an airport. I, I think you have to, it comes down to respecting somebody and you have to respect the no. Yeah. If Rhea Ripley's saying no, you have to respect that no. And, you know, like, I think all of your instances that all three of you are brought up, you know, I think you have to look at it in a human way. They're not there. 
A celebrity is not there for your entertainment. When you purchase a movie ticket or purchase a ticket to an event, then they perform for you. Once you're outside of that venue, it is not their responsibility to perform for you or do what you want. So you have to respect their yes or respect their no. Bully, I mean, you know, we got we got Mark, we got Tommy. Bully, I got to hear what you have to say about this. I want to begin with this. One day, nobody is going to be waiting at the airport for your autograph. Enjoy these situations while they last. Even the negative ones. Now, I completely understand what Rhea, where Rhea is coming from. And we have to really, really put this under a microscope. Because Rhea is not talking about the majority of fans. She's talking about a very small minority of people who stalk airports and stalk wrestlers. Not because they're fans. It's because they're trying to make money off of the wrestlers. And 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 bully, I just want to I just want to jump in there really quick because I I just want the fans to understand like what you're talking about. That I think when a lot of people see these videos or see these tweets, they might their first reaction might be, well, that's their fans. But what you're saying, and obviously this is true, and I know this outside of Sirius XM, there is oh there's like a group of people that like like Tommy said, do this for a living, where they just hang out at airports or outside of hotels where they get these autographs and then they put them on eBay or sell them to some memorabilia site. So like what you're saying that this is not about fans. These are people that are trying to make money off of their autographs and off of their signatures. Please continue. Sorry about that. And these are the people that Rhea are referring to. She's not referring to the majority of wrestling fans out there who if they come up to you, they ask for a, a picture, one picture, or they ask for one autograph. They don't come up to you like the guys, like Mark and Tommy said, with entire suitcases full of eight by tens, action figures, things that have already been mounted, prepared for your signature because it's already been sold. So when I read Rhea's first tweet, I was I did say to myself, hey, you gotta understand. This comes with the territory, all right? People will always ask for your autograph, your picture. That's what comes with the territory of being a WWE superstar. And you have to learn how to deal with it, whether it's on an individual basis or just lay down the law and say, all right, everybody, I'll sign for everybody or I'm signing for nobody. And that very same week that they released the negative footage of Rey Mysterio, they released positive footage of Liv Morgan signing autographs for just about everybody, right? Yeah. But look at how Liv was signing. She was just scribbling a name. Like, she was just scribbling a name. It's not even a real autograph. So I don't know what these autograph hounds are truly looking for they would like nothing better to get certain people on tape and say oh look at how bad this wrestler is they don't give a shit about their fans bullcrap most wrestlers really do give a damn but you get them at certain times of the day where our lives are very difficult also now once i read ria's second tweet 
now I was able to really form that picture in my mind of what truly happened. Like I had to be a forensic scientist and go back and recreate the scene of the crime. Rhea was at the airport. She had a bunch of these autograph hounds stalking her. She probably said no, politely. She probably said no again. They kept following her. They kept hounding her. They stayed on her. They wouldn't leave her alone. She got frustrated, and now the fuck you comes out. Now, she talked about having five guys surrounding her. Most of these autograph hounds look like you, Dave, right? And they could have been 10 guys that looked like you, and Rhea could have kicked all of their asses. So I don't think Rhea was any in any particular real like bodily harm, but she was put in a helpless situation. Because in Rhea's mind, she knows that these same people are probably trying to videotape her or are going to go online and bash her or speak negatively about her. She's a WWE superstar. She has to keep the best interest of the company in mind because she doesn't want to be uh, shown in a negative light. She doesn't want anybody going on social media and saying Rhea's a piece of shit. She didn't sign sign for me at the you know autograph session at the airport, and then somebody from the office might get involved. There's so many things that are going through your mind. You try to handle it in the most professional way possible. Rhea is not complaining about every Tom, Dick, Harry, and Mary fan out there, the good fans out there, the respectful fans, the proper fans. She's talking about a small segment of fan, a small group who just have their own best interest in mind. They're trying to make money off of Rhea's likeness, off of Rhea's autograph, off of Rhea's picture. Dude, you come up to me at five o'clock in the morning in an airport, I will most likely sign for you. One thing, I'll sign your eight by 10. I'll take your picture. You start handing me six, seven, eight, nine trading cards and, and eight by tens and all this stuff. You ain't getting it. Pick one thing, and I would be more than happy to sign. When I asked for Sam Kinison's autograph, all I asked for was one autograph. When I asked for Tommy Lee's autograph, all I asked for was one autograph. When I asked for Nikki Six's autograph, all I asked for one autograph. You were there when I asked for Gene Simmons to sign something. I asked him to sign one thing. He did it in the, in the serious studios with me. Still have it here to this day. It's not like I'm asking, for, as a fan, I would never think of asking for all of this stuff. And I'll leave you with this story. Because we as wrestlers know who the true fan is and who the autograph hound is, who's just looking to make money off of us. One day, Roger Clemens famous pitcher for the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees was at a Monday night raw in Texas. And my dad was a huge Yankees fan. And so am I. So Clemens is in a room hanging out. And I walked in to say hello to him because I did want to meet him. Hey, Roger, how you doing? I'm Bubba. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming tonight. Yada, yada. And I noticed that he had a box of baseballs that he was signing. I didn't I didn't know who they were for. 
but I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a, I'm going to just going to take a stab at this because I knew my dad was a huge fan and that he would get a kick out of me bringing home a signed baseball from Roger Clemens. So I said, Roger, any chance you got an extra ball there that maybe I can get, you know, an autograph for my dad. He's like, no problem. He picks up the baseball, turns it to the sweet spot. And he goes, who would you like me to make it out to? And I go, no, 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 that's okay. You can just sign it. And he gave me a look and I knew what the look was. And I caught myself. Cause I was like, I was like, Oh my God, what kind of an idiot am I? I'm doing to Roger Clemens what fans ask me to do. They just want me to randomly sign it because if it's personalized, it's not worth anything anymore on eBay. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Make it out to Tony. That's my dad's name. He'll appreciate it so much. I see it from all sides. The majority of wrestling fans out there are good people, are respectful fans wait in line, say please, and say thank you. But then there's a couple of them out there who really ruin it for everybody else. And those are the ones that will always feel my wrath. And hopefully wrestlers stick together with these people, against these people who harass the likes of Maria Ripley or harass the likes of a... Uh, uh, of a um, of a, 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 Sasha, a Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, or any of the women at the airports at 5 a.m., or any wrestler for that fact. Respectful fans get what they want. Disrespectful fans get what they deserve. Educational master's class today. Thanks to Bully. Thanks to Mark. Thanks to Tommy. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. A new master's class drops each and every Sunday morning, and if you like it as well, Make sure you subscribe to SiriusXM and listen to our three-hour daily show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon. Until next week, we'll talk to you right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.